This is episode number 580 featuring danceteacherweb.com, ideas to bring students, families, and studios together. It's April 3rd, 2022, and we have a strategizing Sunday tip for you. Let's dance on into our blog written by Jessica Rizzo Stafford. Being a studio owner clearly involves the constant juggling of many hats, often all at the same time. When everyone is connected, excited, and full of team spirit, you feel on top of the world. However, that sense of camaraderie and team focus can ebb and flow, only to have to be rebuilt again and again. I began to think that perhaps the biggest hat studio directors have to wear is that of cheerleader. If we were to look at the role as the, in quotes, team captain, it really does start with keeping motivation and momentum going in order to achieve a common goal. Realistically, it all has to start with enthusiasm, passion, desire, commitment, and focus in order to achieve individual and group success. And if the captain isn't motivating their team from day number one, the game is over before it's begun. It is undoubtedly a huge feat to think of all the team players who need hyping up for sure. The students, parents, faculty, etc., all with different goals and concerns. In the most basic terms, students need to feel excited about what is ahead and confident that their goals are obtainable with hard work and commitment. Parents most often need reassurance that their child is getting the best training around for their money and understand why certain protocol and things are put into place for their young dancer's education. And faculty need to feel appreciated, recognized, and respected for their time and efforts. Below are some successful ways I have seen studio directors set the tone for all. Remembering that consistency and follow-through are key elements in implementing this communal spirit. You too can set the tone for success and studio pride. Think about having welcome back family events at the start of the season. Send home calendars or email blasts to families with invitations to things like block parties, ice cream socials, family potluck barbecues, tea and cupcake, meet and greets, etc. This is a great way for new students to socialize with returning students. Also, think of opening the events up to your community to bring in new registration. Maybe have students perform choreography they've been learning at summer intensives as well. Bring in favorite master teachers for choreography workshops with the weeks leading up to the new season. Again, open this up to the community to bring in new registration. Fundraisers. Have your company members organize family fundraiser events for competitions slash costume fees, dance concert outings, charity donations, etc. Think about bake sales, car washes, auctions of dancers' artwork, flea market day where company members and the studio can sell gently used costumes, dance attire, shoes, etc. Contests. How about an essay contest on why I dance, I am an artist because, my dance inspiration, etc. Or how about an art contest where dancers can take their visual art inclinations and paint, sketch, or draw how they see dance on a canvas. Artwork of finalists can be framed and displayed in the hallways of your studio to make a mini dance art gallery. People can then buy the works throughout the year where the profits go to a studio scholarship fund. Contest prizes can also include partial scholarships, coverage of costume fees, dance gear, a new pair of dance shoes, etc. How about one-day education workshops for your students and parents? 
bun making lessons, stage makeup classes, how-tos on maintaining and sewing ballet slash point shoes properly, parent-child improvisation or yoga class, discussion panels for parents on relevant topics like understanding your teenage dancer, how to balance weekly schedules with your child, helping your child take control over their dance training, helping your young dancer maintain healthy nutrition and safe body practices, etc., etc. Set aside a separate event where you can welcome your faculty and have your introductory meeting, maybe at breakfast or luncheon, or if it is difficult with everyone's schedules to be at the same place at the same time, perhaps a gesture of a card or beautiful stationery and small welcome back token with a personalized newsletter of all you would have covered in your meeting. This is a great way to let your staff know you are thrilled they are back as a part of the team. For parents and company members, think about having a separate meeting with them to go through all of the amazing things you have lined up for the year ahead. Go through what being in company entails regarding the commitment, attendance, the financial aspects, scheduling, dancer responsibilities, etc. Parents are then well aware of everything and can discuss with their child whether it is feasible and ultimately something they want and can follow through with for the year before signing company commitment contracts. While these are just a few of the things you can do to kickstart your year, I'm sure many of you have your own ideas as well. Would love to hear from you, the studio owner community, on things that have worked for you or things you might do differently next time. See you in the studio. Thanks so much to Dance Teacher Web and author Jessica Rizzo Stafford for giving us permission to share their short, sweet, and inspiring blog with y'all today. For more on DTW and Jessica, make sure you check out our show notes below. Even if we aren't currently a dance studio owner, I think the idea of keeping up spirit and morale in whatever work environment we're in can certainly go a long way in regards to keeping healthy relationships and just making sure that workflow goes effortlessly. Of course, all these things take time. However, time spent on philanthropy and in the community can only strengthen it, especially if we're really um, pointed and smart with how we're planning that time. I love the idea of separating the teams and talking to first the parents and then to the students and then to your staff or however you'd like to organize it, depending on your specific situation. But I can't tell you how many meetings I've personally been in that had nothing to do with my specific role or uh, the job in my department. And people's times are precious. And of course, you know, sometimes it's nice to be in the know. Um, I think just with a little bit of extra care and time, separating those departments can certainly help keep attention, focus, and morale up. That said, for our Strategizing Sunday challenge today, I challenge us to envision an event that we'd like to bring to our own communities. Even if we just start simple today by writing an idea on paper, the more that we keep chipping away at it, the closer it is to becoming a reality, and then the closer we are to being more involved in our community and uplifting our community itself. That said, that is our short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed. If you'd like to share what your idea is with me, you can write to me at Dance Tips Daily or go to the website. There's a quick little chat form. I love hearing from you all. And I certainly appreciate the trust that you give and the time that you spend here on DTD. Without further ado, happy dancing.
Thanks for listening today and tune back in tomorrow for more short and sweet dance tips. If you're looking for a deeper dive, check out the bonus episodes released the first of every month where I interview those in our field who keep our industry moving and grooving. If you're looking for a little extra direction with dancing towards your dance dreams, head to our website where you can find your free goals planner or daily challenge tracker. If you like or don't like what you're hearing, please dance those fingers across your keyboard and give DTD a rating or review so we know how to best serve you. Until tomorrow, happy dancing.